Jesus giving is a demonstration of faith. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, it said, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. So this guy was pleasing God by coming back to give thanks. If you understand the power of thanksgiving, you discover that your life will become sweet and smooth. understand God's principles for living, you will find life so sweet and so smooth. People find life to be a challenge because they don't understand the principles behind life. It's like when you buy a device, an electronic device, and you take this device to the house, if you don't have the manual for the device, and you are not familiar with the device, it's the first time you are operating this device, it's very likely that you will have challenges with operation of this device. You might be able to play around with some of the features, but by the time you finish using this device, you might discover that there were so many features that this device got that you did not even get to use at all. You may have driven a car for 10 years. And at the end, somewhere after 10 years, you discover that there was a button you never operated in that car. And this car is now old. You are about to give it away. You now realize that if I had known to press this button, I would have been enjoying these kind of benefits. That is the same way people go through life and by the time they are 78, they discover that there was something that they could have used to make their life sweet and they never knew it. If you discover the principles of living, you will discover that life is supposed to be sweet and smooth. When God planted a garden in the east and he called that garden Eden, which means pleasure. And he put the man that he had made inside the garden of what? Pleasure. Which means God's purpose for your life is for your life to be filled with pleasure. The kind of experience you should have in life is not challenges, is not rough edges, but pleasure all the way. Why don't men have pleasure in life? It's because they don't understand the principles that produces pleasure in life. One of the fundamental principles of life that ensures or guarantees a life of pleasure is thanksgiving. Until you know the value of thanksgiving, you will not enjoy the benefit of thanksgiving. Jesus said to his disciples, we are then not ten healed, where are the nine? Which means when Jesus healed them, even though he didn't tell them to come back, he healed them expecting 10 people to come back. Only one came back. He said they had not come back save this Gentile, this Samaritan. So Jesus was saying a lot of Christians are, en they are enjoying blessings, but they forget to come back to give thanks. Sometimes in March or April or May, 
we're not here like this, hearing this, this kind of things we are hearing. Are you following what I'm talking about? Now, when we prayed, because the, the, the system of the world has, has thought they could keep church away from meetings like this. But we prayed because we understood the power of prayer. When we prayed, their plans were thwarted. And here we are again, whether they liked it or not. Brothers and sisters, if anybody didn't have any reason to be thankful, we do have the reason to be thankful. Because we discovered that we can prove to the whole world that the power, there is power in the name of Jesus. Now, if you read that account in, in, in chapter 17 of Luke, Jesus said to the Samaritan that came back, he said, be of good cheer. Your faith had made thee whole. What was Jesus saying? When a person suffers leprosy, leprosy eats up the skin. Make them become scaly and white and could reduce the length of the fingers. Eat up the fingers. When the person gets healed, the scales go away and the skin gradually looks okay again. It stops being whitish. It looks normal. But that's what you got. The part that has been eaten off by the disease is gone. But Jesus said to this guy, Thy faith had made thee whole. To be made whole means to be made complete again. So when Jesus pronounced those words on this guy, like he pronounced words on them before, he said, Go and show thyself to the priest. And when they were on their way, they discovered that they've been, they've been healed. Their scales were gone. And their skin was looking good again. They came back. And he said to this guy, thy faith had made thee whole. Which means thanksgiving is a demonstration of faith. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, it said, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. So this guy was pleasing God by coming back to give thanks. This was a demonstration of faith. And Jesus says, your faith has now made your fingers that were eaten up before, has been, made them become whole. So this guy out of the ten got his fingers complete again like he never suffered leprosy. I have seen Christians who ask God for job and God gives them job. They were very serious in church, very committed in church. But they got job now Oh, they now have Sunday shifts. Are you following what I'm talking about? If you understand the power of thanksgiving, you discover that your life will become sweet and smooth. In Genesis chapter 8 and in chapter 9, let's look. In chapter 8, from verse 20. Now, I'd like you to read these scriptures. I don't have so much of time. So I'm going to tell you the scriptures. You can read them afterwards. In this part of, of, the, of, of scriptures, Genesis chapter 8, from verse 20 to 22, we saw how this man, Noah, 
after he came out, he said, I know I built an altar unto the Lord. Listen, this guy had been inside the ark when there was great flood destroying the world. Now, after so many days, weeks, months inside the ark, he came out of the ark. The first thing he did was to build an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar unto God. This was thanksgiving offering. Are you with me? You may not understand the situation this man was in. He has been imprisoned for months. All by himself and his little family with the smell of animals inside this prison. Now when he came out of the prison, he met a destroyed world. Everything else in the world was destroyed. All his friends and relations were gone. All the big plants, animals, everything that he had everywhere else in the world were gone. And the earth was destroyed with flood. Of course, when you have flood on, on, a, on, a, on the soil for a couple of days, it stinks. So this guy came out of the ark, stepping into a stinking world. And with all of that, he could have been complaining, where am I going to start from? What kind of a thing is this? Couldn't he have done this thing otherwise? But he came out, the first thing he did was to celebrate God with thanksgiving. Verse 21. Look at what begins to happen. And the Lord smelled a sweet savour, and the Lord said in his heart, Brothers and sisters, each time you do test, when, when, when you do thanksgiving to God, you may not hear him say anything. Like you are here thanking God today. You may not hear anything. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But God said where? In his... Come on, are you with me? There are things you do. I've told you this before. There are things you do that marks your future for good. There are things you do that decorates your tomorrow. He says, and the Lord said in his heart. God was talking in his own heart, in the heart of God. God said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. Are you with me? He says, I will not again curse the ground. What was God referring to? The ground was cursed when Adam failed in the Garden of Eden. He said, the ground is cursed for your sake. With your sweat, you will eat because the ground is going to produce thistles for you, thorns and thistles for you. And out of your sweat, you will eat from this earth, from the ground. Now, because of what Noah did, God is saying, I will not again curse the ground anymore for man's sake. Do you know what God was saying? By implication, the curse that Adam brought on the earth has been removed because of what this guy did. Are you following this? One man sinned and curse came upon the earth. Another man gave God thanksgiving. The curse was removed and then the security was given to the earth that it doesn't matter what any other man does. The earth will not be cursed again because of what Noah did. 
There are things you will do in life. There are thanksgivings you will do in life. You will be securing your generations after you. You will be securing the future of your children. They will not suffer certain things that they would have suffered because of what they themselves do, would do. Thanksgiving. It removed the curse of his grandfather. And it prevented his own children from ever suffering similar things again. Irrespective of what they will do. Thanksgiving. Next verse, 22. While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. What God was saying is this. He says, for as long as this earth is here, He says, for every labor that you will labor, you will gain the harvest. Hallelujah. You will never, you will never sweat again and you didn't get a harvest for it. And anything you put your hand to do, it will produce for you a good yield. That was what God was saying because of what Noah did. Chapter 9, verse 1. God didn't stop there. He began to bless them. He says, in multiplying, I will multiply you. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Now listen to what he said to him. And replenish the earth. The first blessing that God also gave to Adam, their great-grandfather, when man was created. He said, replenish the earth. When he says replenish the earth, it means the earth was plenished before. When God said to Adam, replenish the earth, replenish, means the earth was plenished before. So, something happened, and I've explained that to you before. There was some chaotic judgment on the earth. Now, God was giving Adam the responsibility of returning the earth to his former glory and beauty that he himself, God, gave to the earth before. Which means the ability like God did to build the earth so beautiful in the original time has been invested into Adam. So Adam lost it. Now God was restoring it to Noah. He says now the power and ability to replenish the earth. Brothers and sisters, there is nothing in your life that you cannot make beautiful. With thanksgiving, this guy was given the ability to make his life beautiful. Psalms 92, verse 1. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. This was King David. You will have discovered that there was one man I love so much. That would be King David. He said it's a good thing. This man has looked at his life and he has discovered that there's something that has made his life so beautiful. It was thanksgiving. He said, it's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. Give us verse 2. To show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. Listen, and listen good. He says, to show, and I told you before, that the word that is translated show, S-H-E-W, the word that is translated show is to reveal to reveal, he says, to reveal thy loving kindness in the morning. Thy loving kindness. To show your love and your kindness in the morning. 
Money means when things are looking beautiful and promising. So King David is saying, when everything is looking good for me, everything is looking bright and promising for me, I will do something. I will show forth that loving kindness. I will be talking of your goodness. I will be giving thanks. And then he didn't stop there. He says, and thy faithfulness. What? Every night. Night speaks of when things have become dark. When things become bleak. When it, don't, when it looks like I don't know the way forward. When it looks like there is no hope. When it looks like there is no future. King David said, I will still be talking of your faithfulness. Because I know it doesn't matter how bad things look. You are God. That is why he said in Psalm 23, when I go through the valley of the shadow of death, with death on my side, and on this side is death, he said, I will fear no evil because the Lord is with me in the valley. It doesn't matter where I go through or what I experience i am sure of something that you are with me every time and because you are with me your faithfulness endures forever so i will celebrate with thanksgiving in my mouth every time whether it's in the morning and things look good and rosy or it's in the night when things look bleak and dark i will be telling of your faithfulness every time give us verse six he said a brutish man knoweth not Brutish means ignorant. He says, a brutish man knoweth not. Neither doth a fool understand this. Next verse. When the wicked spring as the grass, and when all the workers of iniquity do flourish, it is that they shall be destroyed forever. Next verse. But thou, Lord, art most high forever. Listen, what King David is saying is this. You are a Christian. And it looks like everything didn't look perfect. And you saw the other guy. He's not a Christian. And things look alright with him. King David is saying, relax. You don't know nothing. That's why you are thinking like that. <laughs> he said the brutish, the ignorant, he thinks that way. Let's go to Jonah. In the second chapter of his book. He began to explain what happened in his life. Jonah was a prophet sent of God to the city of Nineveh. But instead of going to the city of Nineveh, he went towards Tashish. On his way to Tashish, a storm broke out and he couldn't continue his journey. They threw him inside the water and it, the Bible said God prepared a fish to swallow him. And the fish swallowed up Jonah, a big fish swallowed up Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. While he was in the belly of the fish, Jonah had no idea what was going to happen next. Are you with me? He had no idea that there was, he was even going to be in the belly of the fish. He found himself in the belly of the fish. And it was life was ended. Of course, you, what would you expect? That's the end of life. But look at what Jonah began to do. And let's look from verse 1, please. And Jonah prayed unto the Lord, his God, out of the fish's belly. Why he was in the belly of the fish. Listen to the prayer, verse 2. And said, 
I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. He's in the belly of the fish. I cried and he heard me out of the belly of hell. Hell couldn't be far, far from there. He said, out of the belly of hell, cried I, thou heardest me. This is the prayer. He has not prayed another prayer. This is the prayer. Now, go to the next verse 3. He says, for thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. He was describing what he was feeling in there. Then, said, then I said, I am cast out of thy sight. In fact, I'm gone. My life is finished. That's what he's saying. Yet, I will look again toward thy temple. I will look again toward thy holy temple. This is, a, this is his prayer in the belly of the fish. He was declaring. He was not complaining. God, what is this? If I were not a prophet, I would be enjoying myself in one of those uh, beautiful places in the city. Now, because I'm a prophet, you sent me somewhere. I didn't go. You have you, you are decided to kill me and finish me. He, he was not complaining. He was declaring in the belly of the fish. He was declaring. He says, I cried unto the Lord and he heard me. This is his prayer. What he's saying now that I cried and he heard me. This is his prayer. He says, I will, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. He's talking to God. This is prayer. God, I prayed and you heard me. He has not prayed. This is the prayer. God, I prayed and you heard me. You see, his prayer is a thanksgiving. He is thanking God. He is in the belly of the fish. But he is thanking him that I prayed when I was in the belly of the fish. He is still in the belly of the fish. But he is declaring that I prayed when I was in the belly of the fish. And you heard me. I will look again toward the holy temple. This is a man still in the belly of the fish. If you know how to give God thanks, your life will be miraculous all the time. Look at what happened in verse 10. Give us verse 10. And I'm going to finish with that. And the Lord spake unto the fish, and it vomited out Jonah upon the dry land. God said, this kind of prayer, we can't withstand it. When a man is praying, his prayer is thanksgiving, and he's declaring what has happened, even when anything has not happened, this, this thing's got to happen. If you learn how to live a life of thanksgiving, and you are thanking God all the time, irrespective of what is going on, you are celebrating and declaring the goodness of God. You are declaring the faithfulness of God. You are saying what the Bible said about you. I am the I am the just. My life is moving forward. I can never be stagnant. I am progressing every time. The path of the just is like the shining light that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. If you will live a thankful life, your life will be blissful. 